you're struggling to achieve your fitness goal. So you get the bright idea that you should get an accountability partner to help you achieve your fitness goal. And today we're gonna to talk about the pros and cons of accountability partners. What is up people, Jean-Carlos here with the Total Body Training Podcast and today's episode is the pros and cons of accountability partners. And this idea is super prevalent in the fitness community. You know, uh, at the beginning of the year, people are constantly recommending that people get accountability partners to help them out. And you know, I can definitely see some pros to that and I can see some cons and I have personal experience with it. So let's get right into it. The pros, the good thing is that if you have an accountability partner, the idea, or ideally, if you have a good one, you're going to have somebody who's at the very least showing up and expecting you to show up too. So the idea is that they're holding you accountable. It's like, hey, like, you know, you, you know, are you gonna be there today? Yeah, sure, I'll be there today. Are you gonna be there tomorrow? Yeah, sure, I'll be there tomorrow. Are you gonna be there on Friday? Uh, okay, I'll be there, right, that's the idea. And uh, that person is encouraging you when you're in there. So maybe you're just like, Sylvia, I can't do you know five push-ups today. And Sylvia goes, Oh, no problem, girlfriend. You can do you know four, and then you know call it a day. It's all right. Just try harder. That kind of thing, right? <laughs> and so that is the idea, right? You got somebody who's motivating you and encouraging you. Now, here are the cons. The cons to having an accountability partner, or the part that I think people don't think about, is this. I always use this analogy. Two people drowning at the same time can't help the other one survive. So if you are drowning and you've got a friend who's right next to you who doesn't know how to swim in this scenario and you fall off a boat, both of you just fall off a boat and neither of you can swim, you can't look at Sylvia and be like, Sylvia, can you help me up? No, what's gonna happen is you're gonna grab Sylvia because you're freaking out and you're gonna drown her and then you're gonna drown afterwards on accident. And oftentimes, when two people are struggling to achieve something and they're struggling to meet their, their goals and stay accountable, uh, they're going to pass that same kind of struggle onto the other person because they haven't fucking figured out how to fix it yet. And so, yep, that's right, F-bombs people. If you can't figure out how to fix it, you can't help someone else fix it. It just doesn't, work that way, <laughs> at least in my opinion. Now, I have seen successful accountability partner relationships. In my experience, I have not been successful with this. So if I am struggling with it or struggling with something and I find somebody who's on the same level or below me in life, we are both going to kind of flounder in the situation. So, uh, but there is some truth to the idea of having someone there who calls you and holds you accountable, all right? And so I'm going to talk about that. Now, I think instead of, if you're going to have an accountability partner, if you, if you just feel like you really need one uh, because you want someone to call you, here's a first good tip. You can find a trainer or someone who will call you and make sure that you're coming in. Now that person can't be up your ass all the time about what you're doing and things like that because you'll end up resenting that person and that's too much to ask from another human being, okay? You can't replace your mom with a new mom to get you to work out. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, and uh, I'm talking from experience. And you know, what you're ideally doing is, is that you're getting someone who's like, hey, are you going to be at, the, at our appointment today? Are you gonna be in our class? and they're, they're holding you relatively accountable. Maybe not all the time, it can't be for forever because you have to learn the second tip, which is self-reliance. 
Not, it's not anybody else's responsibility other than your own to show up. And so you're going to need to develop some self-reliance and some discipline if you want to achieve your goal. So, you know, you might want to start off with having an accountability partner and a trainer and then slowly but steadily start to not have to rely on just that person and develop your own desire to achieve your goal, your own level of discipline. So that's the second tip. The first one's if you're going to get an accountability partner, it should be a trainer or a coach, someone who can, you know, who can do that. And the second one is self-reliance. Uh, the third one, actually, we're going to cluster this one into the first one back into accountability partners, which was um, if you do get an accountability partner, where I've seen this be the most successful is when you find somebody who is just a little bit ahead of you. <coughs> so someone who is you know, in the office or a friend who used to maybe be overweight or didn't take care of their health and a few months ago or maybe even a year ago, they started losing the weight or they started getting in the gym regularly, they started working out and started changing their life and you noticed it and you come up to them and you say, you know, Fernando, I want to be like you. What are you doing? And you develop a relationship with that person and you start working out with them. That's the good thing. Now, note to Fernando, Fernando, if someone comes up to you and asks you for help, you need to be careful because if that person isn't really committed, it could rub off on you. So if you take them into the gym and you're, you're having to coach them where you're not actually a coach or you're having to push them along and they're dragging you down, the truth is, is that you probably shouldn't be around them in the situation and you don't need to be nice. I know it sounds harsh, but it's the truth. In your personal life, if you've grown and you start getting someone else who's leeching on to you and bringing bad or negative vibes or just not showing up consistently and things like that, you need to cut them off and tell them that they need to develop self-reliance. Person who asks Fernando for help, if you ask for help, you better not waste Fernando's time because you know he's allowing you, or she, Fernanda, right? We could say that, I think that's the name, uh, is allowing you to learn from them. And that is taking time out of their personal life to help you. <laughs> so please, 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 please respect your accountability partner, especially if they actually want to help you. Um, and you know, the third one is maybe you don't need an accountability partner or self-reliance so much as you need a sense of community. One thing that people talk about in drug rehabilitation well, not in drug rehabilitation centers, but uh, because there's a lot of controversy of, of, about that. We're not even going to get into that. But the people talk about the, uh, what is that drug organization, that alcohol, alcohol and Alcoholics Anonymous. One of the big things that people, psychologists have pinpointed as being the reason why Alcoholics Anonymous is so successful is because you take people who are alcoholics and you put them with people who are trying to fix their problems and they feel like they have a sense of community and that they can talk to people and that they can mesh in there. And that has worked much better than other kinds of programs out there for people with addictions and things like that because they find that they've got people who they have something in common with and they're striving towards. So instead of necessarily having like an accountability partner, having one accountability partner, maybe your community can be your accountability partner. So you coming into a gym, like a fitness studio, like this, a training studio, right? You, you won't necessarily get this in a regular workout gym, like a con commercial gym, because no one really knows each other. They're just in there on their headphones or they're staring at people or looking at the TV up, but on the, uh, that's, that's on display watching whatever's up there in the conventional gym. And, uh, for you, however, right, maybe you could find a boot camp or a training facility where there's people that are there and have built some kind of community and you can 
get in that community and you'll start to look forward to being there and you'll start to look forward to the people that you see when you train with because you all have something in common. A lot of times typically people who are struggling with their weight or struggling to get in shape and struggling with health issues have friends who are also struggling with the same thing and that continues to perpetuate the same shit because you're experiencing the same thing with the same people never really growing or changing. And so having a community where you can go and fix that will make a big difference in my opinion or at least I've seen it work here. All right, people, thank you so much for tuning in to the Total Body Training Podcast. Until next time, peace.